Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Maximum Medicine Radio, The Healing Hour, with me, Dr. Sharon Martin, here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This is the hour of healing power. In this live call-in show, The Healing Hour, I'm going to take your calls and help you get started on your way to your maximum potential. So come on, settle in, listen up, and I'll take your questions head on. Together, we'll find practical wisdom and understanding about what ails you. In The Healing Hour, we'll start your day off right insights and practical health knowledge and concepts for how you really live i'll take your issue and help guide you with the blend of scientific medicine and the esoteric including shamanic energy medicine so let's shake off some of that mystery and get started on how to really live together let's get unstuck so come on and join in join up and let me help and let go of what holds you back from being the maximum you the world needs Take down this call-in number, 1-800-930-2819, and let's get started on the healing hour right now. Hey, everybody. I'm Doc Martin. I'm with Dr. Pat, the healing hour, and we're going to shake off some mystery around power animals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love, I love that. I love power. Now, remember, that's power, not force. I love power. And I love animals. And you put the two together and bammo. So yeah. let's let's do a little bammo today. Yeah. And it's powerful beyond really, um, you know, what people can even imagine. I mean, I know you're going to share some stories. I know I'm going to share some stories. But also, we have a very special deck that we're also going to use for people that want to come in and find out what animal today is calling to you what does it mean and then doc martin is going to give you her uh absolutely straight talking shaman perspective on it so it's an exciting show uh we need to call in the healing today we could call in lots of it so why don't we start pat why don't you pick a card to start us off all right and i'll i'll you get ready and get that rolling and i'll just talk a little bit um Power animals were a big deal to the indigenous because unlike the way we operate in our modern world today, the indigenous were intimately linked with nature. They knew the movements of the animals in the forests, the animal migratory path. They were able to watch for the signs of disruption in the weather because the animals changed. The animals and birds, birds are animals, right? Um, so when we energetically link up with animals, we are reinforcing our original connection to the earth and to nature. And if that, that in and of itself brings us a lot of power. So Pat, did you pick one? Who are we going to open with? Well, today? I wanted to say to everybody, there's a couple ways that you can connect with us. One of them is to call into the show, say hi to Benny, uh, 1-800-930-2819. Definitely you can do that. The other way, I think Olivia and or Jacob and or Daniel or all three of them are monitoring Facebook. And all we need to know is just chat, type something in there. Uh, and uh, just let us know that you want us to pull a card for you and we will get at it. You know, um, it's going to be interesting to see what I picked today because I know there's a couple of things that have been a bit heavy on, on my mind for today. 
but a couple of really cool, insightful things that are happening. So where do you want me to pick it? Top, middle, bottom. You get to middle. call the spot. All right. Middle. Well, close to middle as I can get. Okay. You know, this is interesting. This card popped up before, and it's the turkey. I love the turkey, right? You know, turkey is one of those cards that when people hear about it, they get confused. But turkey is a powerful card. Do you have any experience with turkey? Well, let me tell little, you about little turkey. Little turkey. <laughs> let, let me tell you about turkey. I live in southeast Pennsylvania right now. It's spring, <laughs> spring gobbler season. Turkeys are phenomenally known with the Native Americans, at least those in the woodland Indians on the East Coast, um, as a spiritual connection, very powerful spiritual connection. And if you're walking in the woods and you find a turkey feather, that's a big deal. And they're very tuned in to the seasons. They're very good at demonstrating their beauty. In fact, I don't know if anybody knows this, but you know, when we were deciding to make the eagle our national bird, Ben Franklin, who was one of in Congress at that time and um, very important statesman, and he was kind of annoyed because he considered the eagle basically one step up from a vulture. But he thought the most magnificent bird and the one that should be our national bird was the turkey. So tell us what it says about turkey, Pat. Well, turkey is one of these ones where it is a giveaway and it's referred to as a giveaway. Um, and by the way, the deck that I'm using, I just want to give credit to the people uh, and the deck that I go to, for those of you out there, I just want to hold that up for you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and give credit uh to uh jamie jamie sands and david carson that deck has been around for a long time i know they've updated it um but turkey is all about giveaway right um and it's thought to be a giveaway eagle so it's interesting right because anybody that picks the turkey automatically thinks geez i wish i would have gotten this and so I love how this is that we're talking about, you know, Turkey being the medicine of many, many, many other saints, many other uh, people that we know in history. And it's, it says this, if you have Turkey medicine, let me just read it. If you have Turkey medicine, which we pulled for the show today, um, you have many virtues right celebrate celebrate if you have turkey medicine is what it says because it says that your virtues are many you have transcended self you act and react on behalf of others you aspire to help those who need help this is not out of some sense of self-righteous moralization or religious guilt help and sustenance are given by turkey out of the realization that all life is sacred I mean, hello, right? We're thinking about that. And it goes on. It talks about, you know, it is knowing that the great spirit resides within all people. It is the acknowledgement that what you do for others, you do for yourself. Turkey medicine rests in true ego and enlightenment, doing unto others and feeding the people, right? 
is the message of the true spiritual system. So that's a little bit about Turkey. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. And I did pull the card um, this way. So I, I literally pulled it um, upright. Not right. <laughs> what do you make of that? Well, you know, it's interesting because turkeys are out in the, well, when it's starting to get spring and the, the farmer's fields are, plow, are already cropped, the corn is cut down and stuff. And then out come the turkeys in a flock. And literally all pairs of parents are taking care of everybody's babies. Um, so you can see a whole group of them come out of the trees or onto a field um, at dusk. And it is a very communal feeling. Um, you don't usually see a lone turkey. Sometimes you see a gobbler who, I don't know if he got his hormones mixed up, but he'll be running <laughs> across the across the road and then fly into the trees. But mostly it's a group of them, a flock of them. So I like that idea of community. And I like, I don't know, I have a wonder if that expression about giving of oneself for others has to do with the fact that we use turkey for Thanksgiving. So thank you, turkey. But um, I just love the idea that animals have energies that we can really learn from and resonate with and incorporate. And that's, I think that's the beauty of talking about power animals or animal totems or spirit animals. Um, what do you, what is your experience, if I could ask? I mean, let's talk about why we're talking about this topic today. Um, okay. And let me ask you, this is something that was near and dear uh, to your heart. And I want to know from your perspective, you know, how you have been touched by the power of aligning or creating alliances, right? with our animal friends. So let's talk about some of the totem spirit animals, you know, and how deeply embedded this is in our patterns of cultural consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's also we're recognizing, and if we want to be really honest, all of us have indig indigenous ancestors even though it's more common to think of the indigenous of this country as being brown-skinned Native Americans, um, those of us who are white have indigenous in Europe, um, in Ireland, in the Celts. So all of us, I think, resonate with that, that old way of connecting, our old way of walking on the earth, which is understanding the energies around us, those of the animals, of the forces of nature, of the, the actual topography, the geography. And those connections are what energize us, nourish us, feed us. Um, I'll, tell a, I'll tell a story about myself. And let me just check in with you first, Pat. Do we need to look at a break and, or can no, I keep- I, I can keep rolling. Okay, I'll keep rolling. So those of you who've listened in before, I'm a physician. I work in rural Pennsylvania. 
And I trained in shamanic medicine and subsequently with other energy healers. And I've been on an old, my, a journey myself that I've cataloged in part in the book that I just finished writing titled Maxima Medicine. And I'm a, I'm a girl of science, or I was anyway. I didn't think I had any intuition. I didn't know that I had any psychic ability. I didn't know that I could connect with the other realms of um, for a really deep, um, powerful, energized life. But when I started studying shamanism and subsequently when I started studying energy medicine, the connection to the earth was always, it was always reinforced. And for me, when I first connect to anything in nature, I'm drawn to the animals. I live on a, on a small uh, farm that it's not a working farm, but I have a horse and a miniature donkey and, and two pygmy goats I rescued and chickens and barn cats. And I couldn't imagine it any other way. But how did these animals change my life? And how did connecting with a power animal wake me up and open my eyes? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story of my spiritual learning and something that happened that really um, woke me up. And I didn't, I didn't necessarily ask for it. So it's about 2008, and I'm going with a group of uh, like spiritually minded women to Sedona. And I, de I described this incident in, in my book. And we are going to have a spiritual retreat, be in the Red Rocks, enjoy that energy. And we hook up with a man there, uh, Dr. Yap Van Etten, who knows the ley lines and the vortexes of the rocks around Sedona. And he takes us on a hike. And we go up onto a mesa on top of the Red Rock. And it's probably about one in the afternoon um, it's April, so it's hot up on the rock, but it's not otherwise scorching. And he sits us down on a rock that he has intuited as being connected in a ley line to the deep earth. And he sits us down and we start to, he brings us on a meditation. And he first asks us to connect to the galaxy. I believe uh, we connected to the constellation of Cassiopeia, which truthfully, I don't even remember much about. And then he asks us to, net, to connect to a dragon, dragon that he has met. He's written a book about it, um, the Celestial Guard, I think Celestial Guardians. Well, I'm not a deep meditator. My mind usually can't go that quiet, but I'm sitting on this beautiful red rock in this gorgeous energy that he has set up in the group. And when he says connect to the dragon, I felt the earth move. And I don't mean that literally like an earthquake. I mean a force coming in that was so powerful, I wasn't sure if I should jump up and run or what I should do. Yeah. But I didn't feel afraid. And it was interesting. It was a force that um, was so otherworldly and so powerful I thought I might have been afraid and been, you know, freaked out, but I wasn't. And it was this deep 
connected feeling. And my, my mental mind went to knowing that the Chinese revered the dragons. They considered them very powerful beings. And that, okay, so maybe dragons are in mythology. I can live with that. I could deal with a dragon. You know, my analytical mind going haywire. And then I realized that what I was feeling was a real force of energy. So I thought, this is pretty cool. I like it. It felt good. And in my sh little bit of shamanic training I've had by then, I said in my mind to the dragon, will you come home with me? Will you stay connected to me? Um, subsequently got back home, Pennsylvania, a couple weeks later, my sister was having some difficulties and I offered to do a shamanic session and we were there quietly and I'm doing this in my mind energetically. And I reached a sticking point and I said to inside my mind, I'm not getting anywhere. I really, really need some help. Dragon, are you here? Will you come? All of a sudden, boom. I mean, boom, boom. Big dragon that I had connected with in Sedona, but with her were two smaller dragons, two different, so three different colors of dragons. Um, big green one that I had met before, wow. small electric blue and dark purple. Wow. I was like, wow. Wow. And I, there's a shimmer in the room and an otherworldly sense. And I thought, wow, I have really connected to something here. Wow. Holy moly. So after the session, I asked my sister, how do you feel? She said, I feel great. And I said, she said it was really powerful. I said, well, I think that's because the dragons came. She said, oh yeah, three of them. So I said, what do you mean three of them? She said, well, they came. There were three. There was a green and a blue and a purple. Well, I had not said anything to her. I had not told her about it. When you have moments like that, and I think we've all had moments like that, but for me, moments like that, and what's so powerful about connecting in spirit to forces of nature, and what I teach you guys to do when my book comes out, and if you want to get it, you get to see and feel the unseen world. And it is rich and full and millions of times bigger and with more potential than what we walk in every day. Yeah. And here I had validation that my sister felt the dragons, saw them as I saw them, and I had not said a word. And, you know, I didn't consider myself telepathic or anything like that. And then just to close up about why that's so beautiful of an experience, um, you guys may remember about a year ago, I had a, uh, maybe it was back in August, a session where I brought in a Mongolian shaman live. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the preparation for that session, I had a session with this shaman by Zoom. He'd never met me before. And through the translator, he said, what, uh, what spirits do you connect to? I said, oh, you know, the dragon. I'm sorry, I said the bear and the jaguar. And the translator shaking his head and he says, no, he says, that's not right. And I said, well, it, maybe, he's, maybe, I, maybe it's the dragon. 
And the translator said, oh yeah, he already saw three of them around you. So you've got the energies that you have connected to. And when I have experiences like that, then I know that things are real. Yeah. That they're, because here's a guy in Mongolia, 13 hour time difference, never met me before over zoom, which is hard to do energetics over zoom. You have to really connect to the stream of energy, not through the camera. And he sees dragons around me. That's, I don't, I can't argue that. I can't say, oh no, it can't happen. That's, you know, these are experiential moments that change your life. So when I say to you that connecting to power animals will change your life, I mean it. Yeah. I, I think when we're talking about this and we're talking about how to use them, this is what becomes so cool about this. You know, once upon a time, and I bet you must have experienced this too a little bit, right? Where, you know, somehow you're drawn to learn more. You know, in my case, it was really expand my awareness of spirituality, what it is. What do I believe? What do I believe, right? And we have events like the one you just described and your draw to it, and your attraction to it. And a lot of times to other people, it doesn't make sense. For example, if you walked into Linda's house in New Jersey, you would be struck. But you would think if you walked into Linda's house, you would think, number one, a, a someone from Asia lives here. That would be one. And two, completely a set, uh, just dragons everywhere, right? what you know dragons on tables yeah and yet linda doesn't have to explain it to anybody you know she's just drawn to it but also what you shared is there's messaging that comes from our animal friends i think let's talk about that because there's making a connection and then mm -hmm. there's what happens with that connection right right and i think First of all, the connection really makes you drop all the doubt you have about the unseen world. So that's important in and of itself because that suspend disbelief. If you can just for a minute allow yourself to think that it could be real and then the veils fall away, you experience such a deep, potency that there's no going back but you have to drop that rigid this is the only way it is is the way my human eyes see it and the way the rest of the world tells me it is then the next step that comes is what does that do for you how does that help you what's the value in it well there's many many steps of value and one of them the first is I think it opens to a perspective, to a, a bigger, broader perspective. And that's what the shamans, in, indigenous shamans did, is they opened to so many perspectives. And in the realm of healing, the perspective existed, the possibility existed that this disease did not maintain, that this disease disappeared and the person was whole and, and healed. So when you're able to hold 
the reality of something different. In other words, if you have multiple destiny lines and you're able to get off where everything is telling you this is going to happen, this person is sick, they're, it's doomed, they're going to die. If you jump over to maybe the lesser potential but still probable destiny line and you grab onto that one, it's a whole different view of the world you see. And what you see downstream is the healed state. That's valuable. And I think that's what's hard for doctors to do, Western doctors. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. I had a person who had a nodule in their thyroid or in that area, lymph nodes. They had an ultrasound. It was like, oh, this is bad. We better get a biopsy. This really looks like a lymphoma. I sent her to an oncologist. Oh, they look at the ultrasound. Oh, yeah, this is a lymphoma, but don't worry. It's smoldering, meaning it's not burning bright. It's sort of still on fire, but low, low ashes. It's, it's going to be with you a long time. Don't worry. Well, who's going to not worry when somebody told you you have a lymphoma in your neck? Well, the guy didn't do a biopsy, which I don't think you should make, you know, statements and predictions based on your guess. But anyway, <laughs> somehow she rallied to go find a specialist in a bigger university setting who automatically said, no, we're going to do a biopsy. Well, what does it turn out to be? It turns out to be an autoimmune condition called sarcoid, not a tumor at all not a lymphoma, not a death sentence. So as a physician, just saying, let's get a biopsy says out loud, yeah, everything's telling us we're heading to cancer, but I'm not so sure. Why don't we take the road less traveled and head to something else? If a physician can hold that possibility for the patient, it leads to different testing, it leads to how you talk with them. It leads to hope in your voice. And it leads to them grabbing on to that possibility and calling in all of their guardian angels, their spirit guides, all of their unseen forces, and rallying it to put all the momentum onto this other railroad track. I think that's critical. We have to do that. We can't box ourselves in. What do you think, Pat? I, I, I think that, you know, we're going back to what indigenous people knew all too well. And that is that there is an innate wisdom inside of all of us. But also many, 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 many times we've seen that innate wisdom also uh, tallied with along with some other evidence. And that's what we don't talk about that often. You know, we don't talk about how indigenous people, how shaman, how people that walk the earth used everything available to them, mm -hmm. everything available to them. And, you know, that's really, you know, the point that we're talking about. Science, the bridge. This is what your show's about. Mm -hmm. It's building that bridge between science and metaphysical. You're not saying take one, throw out the other. You're saying there's a bridge. And many, many cultures tapped in to the spirit animals, tapped in, lived and breathed by them, 
we do it innately people see a dragonfly you know not everybody will relate to a dragonfly but i relate to them they land on my hand i talk to them it is one of my little signs but when we come back i want to talk about something interesting can we use the power can we use the power of our animal friends you know the winged ones the two-legged the four-legged can we use their energy to heal this morning i did a prayer for ukraine and i pulled a card from this deck when we come back we'll talk about that card but we'll talk about the value of that card and the stories that will help us and do help us craft our day our lives and change and transmute energy faster than you can imagine. Dr. Sharon Martin, um, if you want to find out more about Doc Martin, go to drdrsharonmartin.com. Uh, when we come back, we'll tell you what this means to connect with animals and how can you call upon them for many, many, many things. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. There isn't a magic pill to creating your healthy lifestyle, yet it doesn't have to be hard or feel impossible. Health works from the inside out, connecting both your body and your mind. Georgette LePage lives and breathes what she teaches, so allow her to be living proof of what can work for you. Connect with her now for a free 30-minute discovery session to see what results you are looking for and how she can help you get them. Visit GeorgetteLePage.com. Boy, does this feel like good times today. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I love it. This is a show that's going to invite all of you to open up your heart. Because it's about dreams coming true. There's a road we get to take as we craft out and we lay a course that's in service of so many others. Sometimes the universe, God, whatever you believe in, have you ever wondered why but better than why or how the universe knows how to line things up in a way that gets you ready for the most expansive part of who you're going to become this is the time to change and gratitude eating with love opens up more expansive possibilities than you can imagine crust busting your way to an awesome life i want to thank you all for tuning us in turning us on on transformation talk radio.com 
Hi, I'm Coach Martez. And I'm licensed therapist Wadrena Layton. We want to invite you to join us on the Coach Martez and Wadrena Layton show, where we discuss understanding love, accepting truth, and changing your perspectives. Relationships are the currency to life, and so many couples find themselves broke in their relationships. We want you to join us for a lively discussion and practical tips and insights on how to turn things around and gain the Merit for Life mindset. Mary Jane Mack, and I'd love to tell you about the latest technology of the Valara Company. I've been using the Valara Company equipment, the air machines, since 1992, and I have found them to be totally successful in killing mold, mildew, and keeping your house fresh and clean. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at MaryJaneMack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. This is a very, very special edition for those of you out there, a very special edition of the Healing Hour. This is Dr. Sharon Martin's show. And today we're talking about power animals, your sacred allies, and boy, aren't they um, in so many ways. Um, If you want to find out more about Sharon, go to drsharonmartin.com. Uh, If you want to work with Sharon, if you want to create a blessing for yourself, something beautiful, uh, give Sharon a call at 833-940-1882, or you could always email her at Sharon at DrSharonMartin.com, and Dr. is DR. Um, uh, First of all, let me just mention, writing a book is a journey, and that's what Doc Martin is kind of finishing up here is the last kind of leg of submitting the manuscript into the publisher. And so we're excited about having Maximum Medicine, which she created and the Maximum Medicine way, um, be that of sharing with all of you. And you'll hear stories in it. You'll hear about this amazing, you know, approach and wheel she's created so that we can identify spiritual elements, we can identify things like directions, and we can identify and align them with parts of our body, because everything and in spirituality and everything is connected. Today, we're talking about our animal friends, if you'd like to have insight into yours, or would like to know who yours is for today and today's message, please give us a call 1-800-930-2819. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. You know, Sharon, let me kick it off by saying I was telling you during the break that I had pulled a card um, because the what's going on in the Ukraine is, I don't even have words for it. Um, the, other, uh, the other day, I was looking at photographs of women that were in a birthing maternity our language hospital Mm. and um i was so struck by this and 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 the excuses that we bombed it because we thought there were military and of course there are military in the in the birthing war because you were bombing the ukraine but the images that came out you know, I thought I need to have, a, I need to see what animal wants to come forward. You know, what is the healing? What is the message? 
And when I, when I pulled from this same deck, I got the blank card. And the instructions is you can select your own or you can pull another or you can do both. And then I pulled the dog. And this is how powerful, right? When you read about the dog, the dog is about loyalty. When you hear about the Ukrainian people and what they're saying and the power of the Ukrainian women, they are so absolutely clear about their loyalty to each other and what they're willing to do. But then I read about this and I was just blown away. Dog has been considered the servant of humanity throughout history. If person carries dog medicine, he or she usually serving others or humanity in some way. Here you will find the charity work of the philanthropist, the nurse, the counselor, and the soldier. Mm-hmm. Dog was the servant soldier that guarded the tribe's lodge, lodges from surprise attack. Dog is the medicine that embodies the loving gentleness of best friend and half-wild protector energy of territorial imperative. Now, you don't make this stuff up. I could have picked, there's a lot of cards in this deck. But that's that's the power of it, right? That's the power of it. And I know Mm -hmm. you must have stories like this. I'm actually going to post this. Um, We're in conversation with several of the members of, of the Ukrainian parliament to do a show with them. And what is your relationship to gathering and connecting and getting messages like that? For me personally? Yes. In what, explain that a little bit. What are your stories? What are your stories with connecting to your animal friends? Yeah. I'm sorry, I just saw the chat. We have a caller, so maybe after I talk, I'll talk about this first and then, want me to go ahead? Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you something where I really opened to connecting to the power animals. In the training, uh, the healing the light body training of the four winds, the shamanic training, Um, There's four directions that we train at, and we were in in the training of the West direction where we were really clearing out um, foreign energies, really cleaning our energy field. And we were connecting deeply. We were doing the archetypes of uh, different animals, and I was feeling very connected to Hawk, and I had been working with Hawk for a while. And I'm coming home from this conference in Connecticut, coming down through past the Poconos, and coming on a back road and all of a sudden, bam, in my windshield, big, I knew it was a big bird, hit and then fell off onto the shoulder, stopped the car. I'm so upset. How did I hurt an ant, you know, a hawker? Couldn't have been an owl. It was daytime. Got out, looked around, looked in the shoulder, couldn't find it, backed the car up, still couldn't find it. Looked up in the field a little bit, you know, did it get hurt and bounced off? Still couldn't find it little feather and a little blood on the windshield. Well, I'm very, very upset, but I spend five minutes looking, get back in the car a little bit shaken, and I drive ahead and not two miles ahead is a fatal accident, multiple cars that had literally just happened. 
And I knew at that moment that had I been there five minutes prior, had I not stopped the car and had a little detour looking for a wounded hawk, I would have been in that accident. And at that moment, I felt that I had been assisted by the energies of hawk. That that wound, that that hitting me stopped me enough to keep me from being in a bad accident. So moments like that, I can really feel the benefit of taking in, aligning yourself and being allies with all of the power that's out there in the world. If you can align yourself with it, then your limited scope of influence really, really magnifies and, and expands. Yeah. And yeah. so for me, that's the power of connecting with these, with these other animals and their energies. Yeah. I mean, this is really what we're talking about today is to really understand the power of what's available to us. Let's go ahead and go to the phones. Mr. Benny, who do we have calling us today? Uh, Jack calling from San Diego area. Hi, Jack. What can we do for you? Hey, Jack. Hi. Um, hello, ladies. Very fine to talk with you. Hello. Um, interested in uh, knowing what my spirit animal uh, might be. Awesome. Uh, let me ask you a question. I'm going to pull, of course, from the deck. And you're going to tell me, do you want me to pull from the top or the middle or the bottom? Or just pull? How about uh, the bottom? All right. You got it. Is there anything you are uh, that you relate to? Is there any type of energy with animals that you relate to? Um, uh, determination, uh, uh, freedom, uh, I'm not, yeah, uh, I'm yeah. not really sure. <laughs> well, that's okay, because here's what you've gotten. I'm going to show uh-huh. you. This is a really powerful card in a sense, based on yeah, what Back it up, said. Pat, just a little bit there Oop, so we can see it. Is that better, Benny? Uh, now a little bit in. There we go. It's no glare. It's the, it's the moose. Thank you, Pat. Um, it's in the book I'm referencing, it's number 11. Um, and this is about self-esteem, right? This particular animal energy is about self-esteem, right? And what it does is it's the call of the male moose. And, you know, it's really awesome when you, when you think about this creature, it's really incredible, right? But there's there's a wisdom that happens throughout this. And then there's the moose cow that displays a self of sense esteem. So moose people, and apparently you must have this in your cards, have the ability to know when to use the gentleness of deer and when to activate the stampede of the buffalo. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Um, it's one of the, the it, it's, it's a uh, indigenous grandfather warrior and, and so um usually moose medicine is found in the elders it's found in people that have walked the earth um it's the elders and honoring tribal law um but the task is for you to write down 
and this is the hardest part of really accepting this energy and then Sharon's going to jump in. It is for you to write down all the things that you can love about yourself as you progress in life. And that's very difficult for people to do. Does that make sense to you? I think so, yes. Sharon? So, Jack, the feeling I was getting is that something's got you off kilter. And maybe, as Pat's picking up on, doubting yourself and having to tap into your well of determination to continue to go forward in the way that you know how to do. And I think that's Moose is a perfect power source for you because Moose, I was going to say Meese, <laughs> who anyway, Mooses don't stand down. They do not stand down. Now, do they always stampede? You know, but you never saw Moose back up. At least I don't think so. My girlfriend lives in Newfoundland. I'll have to ask her, but I don't think a moose backs up. So when I heard you, you say, you know, determination, that was the feeling I got is that maybe you're tapping into that right now because you started to doubt yourself or you felt a little off, off balance. What do you think? Wonderful. I think that's very interesting. Moose are uh, obviously very intelligent and, uh, and wonderful and, and ancient and, and, and wise. And uh, I, I'm very uh, proud to, to be connected with that. Yeah, it, it is powerful. And what Moose will call you to do is call you to really explore this part of yourself. You know, Moose is one of these characters, right? That doesn't let us off the hook easily. I have a couple of totems that I feel let me off the hook a little bit, but Moose is the one that's going to hang on to you until you fully raise yourself up and see yourself as nothing but pure perfection. Does that make sense? It does. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could say it's one of those animal totems where you can just lay back and just enjoy it. Uh, it wants you to acknowledge and fully step into the truth of who you are. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks. Thank you, Thank you ladies. I, I appreciate you and uh, I wish you all the best. You betcha. You. Um, I have another request. I'm going to go to it right now. Pam has asked for, uh, you know, she wants to know what power animals are connected to her. And what's fascinating about this is as Pam was reaching out to us on Facebook, um, it's interesting. She said what power animals are related to her. And out of the deck, there are several. But Pam, you will be blown. And I picked these cards randomly. Uh, one of them was picked. Two, two of them fell out. The card that was picked, Pam, if you're listening, butterfly. And she's probably jumping out of her seat right now about that, right? Because there are no mistakes. But one of my favorites, and Sharon, I think you're going to relate to this, is ant. Anytime anybody gets the ant, <laughs> there are a couple of ant, there are a couple of these, Sharon, that if you if you if somebody says to you, if a shaman says to you, hello, your animal totem or your totem is an ant, you want to go get another shaman. Most people are like, I gotta go get another shaman. 
But no, answer, I think this is good. It's well, very first powerful. of all, the only thing you've you've said um, that, well, what you said that I was connect. What are related to me? So that search for community, that search for connectedness. Ants are powerfully connected to each other. Their actions are for the tribe, not for the individual. And nowadays, in the way the world is going, Pamela, I can see how you might be yearning to know what are your bigger connections? Because getting through this by yourself, if you're anything like me and the rest of us, it's not easy to go forward by yourself. You need your tribe. So ant is really cool in that it's bringing out that mm -hmm. recognition and clarification that it takes takes a village. Yeah. And you know what I love about these two cards, butterfly and ant, believe me, they go together. And Pam, butterfly, we for those of you who don't know, butterfly is one of the four transformation totems, the four major transformation totems. Ant is about patience now. When you put those two together, it is our Achilles heel. When we know we're in the middle of transforming. I mean, you're the author and of a boy, book. We don't want to wait. Oh, my gosh. No, we want yeah. that cocoon to open right now. Yeah. And what a bit. We would have wanted to pick alligator or something. <laughs> but, but butterfly and ant. And then, you know, what came out for her? And honestly, I, I like didn't know this. there were more two of these so you get to pick one for pam butterfly ant now top. sharon you get to pick top. one. top in the top of the deck just a little ways down elk majestic elk. yep elk. okay and the next one Oh, because it said pick two more. Mm -hmm. Well, two blank ones came out. And then, by the way, I picked another blank one. So, Pam, what oh, the message is, I want to tell you, Pam, what the message is, we're going to give you a couple of these. But this is telling you there's one that wants to be chosen by you, right? But I'm going to pick the fourth. So we have elk. Oh, my gosh. What is the message well, on you this? Know the other thing I'm thinking is we're being told to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Yep. And that's part of transformation. What takes patience is yep. to take ourselves into the deeper levels. Don't stop at the first superficial level. Okay. Yep. Tell me what you got. Um, I got elk and then turtle. And you know, these four cars, if we had more time, we could talk more about them. But you're really looking at when you put all four, and if you put them in the four directions, it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Transformation and is patience, but enormous persistence. Elk is about stamina, right? Mm -hmm. Right. That talks to itself. Mm -hmm. And and then the last one. And about to... blowing your horn when you deserve to congratulate yourself. Right. And so nine and ten nine was butterfly ten is turtle turtle is about mother earth wow sharon what we a always great come show. back what's we the message with back. pam for all of those well i think if we're 
reaching, as I'm sure Pam is, for a transformation, for looking ahead at where your path is going to take you. Who do I go with? Like, what is my tribe? What energies are going to join me? And to dig in, don't just take the first level, take it deeper. And turtles are also patient. Remember, slow and steady wins the race. Mm -hmm. And yet the earth, the earth has the source and as it has the energies of the animals to feed you, to nourish you on your journey and to help Mm. dissipate any of your anxiety because the human world's got a lot of that. So I think you're on the right path and I think you've got resources and hopefully this gave you a taste of what those are. Oh my gosh, Sharon, thank you for this great show. Um, what's your personal message? It was really message? fun. It was totally fun. Uh, and Pam can always get a hold of you directly and explore this more. Uh, Pam, yes. you can schedule time with Sharon and she can explore this more with you. Um, how do people get a hold of you? Best way is to email me, Sharon at drdrsharonmartin.com. I would love to work with you. I think to sort of sum this up, in order for us to have enough internal power to move forward and to bring our world into being, because we want to transform the world, what we've got going now isn't working and we need to shift it. And to do that, we need to amplify our personal power. And one of the ways to do that is to gain power from making allies with the unseen world. And that includes the power animals. And one of the ways I think Pat's deck is beautiful, this medicine card deck, Take get that deck and sit and in meditative space, draw yourself a card and reflect on that and reflect on the energies that that animal can bring you and line up with it. Because when you're aligned, you are gaining power of the earth. And these animals are integrally linked to the life force. Thank you for listening to Maximum Medicine Radio, The Healing Hour, with me, Dr. Sharon Martin, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We're going to be together the third Wednesday of each month at 11 a.m. Pacific for candid, honest conversations to help you change the way you think about healing, about yourself, about your life. Did you hear your answer on the show? Well, I will be with you next month, ready for all your questions from energy medicine to traditional healing and beyond. Healing is flow, movement, and destination. But are you stuck? What is your true destiny line? Listen in, call in to let the world know. Together, we'll choose what brings you into healing and let you call in all the power of the universe to act on your behalf. Reclaim your path. To learn more about me, Doc Martin, and Maximum Medicine, The Healing Hour, visit www.drsharonmartin.com. See you all next time.